Hi, welcome to the Bucko Fever Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Franson. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And hey, we got baseball. Uh, it's it's back. Um, so hopefully it gives me more to, to talk about. Um, on today's episode, uh, take a look at... Um, you know, so, uh, look, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about the, the CBA or anything like that. I, I do think there are some changes there um, that are going to change um, some things for the Pirates. Um, you know, the Universal DH is one for sure. Uh, but um, I really want to look at, like, what the Pirates need to do now to fill out this 40-man roster. Um, they announced their non-roster invitees uh, this past week. And it's a bunch of prospects, which is kind of cool. Like, normally, you know, over the years, you, you would look at this list and it would be, um, you know, some prospects, some journeymen, um, and it is roughly in my, you know, without doing the math in, you know, in my head, it's like 95% prospects. Uh, there's only like one guy on here who, or two, I'm sorry, two guys, um, that have, uh, any kind of, uh, substantial major league experience, uh, everybody else are up and comers, which is kind of cool. I mean, and that's really what we want to see and what Ben Cherryton wants to see, you know, if the, if his plan, um, you know, works out, this is kind of the beginning of it. This is what it should look like every year. Um, but you know, I'll look at that more in depth here. Um, and we'll just look at some other moves that I think the pirates really need to make. And, you know, the 40 man is, uh, has holes in it still. Um, you know, we're pretty, it's pretty weak, um, in a lot of ways, uh, but, um, we'll take, we'll, I'll talk about that, but before I do any of that, let's have a message from Anchor. So deals worked out. The season has commenced. Uh, the hot stove is burning once again. Um, you know, the pirates really haven't been tied to anybody yet. You know, and it has only been a few days. And where they were going to be tied to anybody anyways, you know, as far as bringing them in as, as free agents, uh, probably not any big names. There are some guys out there that I think, you know, could benefit. Um, the Pirates could benefit from signing and that, you know, could come in here and be, you know, at the, at the very least a, a good trade chip for them or, you know, a chance for them to, to play. Uh, and if they play well, you know, get moved to a contender um, at some point, um, I think that, you know, like I said in the intro there, uh, the, the non-roster invitees is pretty, um, it's very prospect heavy. Uh, with the Rule 5 being canceled this year, I think the Pirates kind of dodged a bullet for this year. Um, you know, obviously there are a lot of people, and myself included, that that liked the idea of the Pirates being able to bring in somebody in the Rule 5. Um there are a couple catchers uh, that were left unprotected by other teams that I feel like the the, the Pirates could have could have snatched up and um, easily stored on a roster, you know, all year. Uh, they didn't. Uh, I mean, obviously they didn't or couldn't because the Rule of Five is not happening. But I think the Pirates really were going to lose um, a lot of guys. And I, I think that this year there were some guys there that the Pirates really could have used. And I talked, I've talked about them in, um, you know, previous episodes, but, you know, being able to hold on to Cody Bolton, uh, you know, being able to hold on, um, to Yerry De Los Santos, um, 
and even, um, you know, a guy like, like Hunter, uh, Stratton, um, you know, I think that that really, um, that's really going to benefit them. Um, and even though Stratton, you know, wasn't on, uh, hasn't been invited to spring training yet. Um, don't know if he will be, you know, him and John O'Reilly, guys like that, but you know, Stratton was open up there, you know, open on the, uh, for rule five consideration from another team. Um, you know, I, the parts, that's the one, one area where they really need to, to make some moves. Um, they really need to get a couple more experienced arms, um, in that pen. Um, uh, you know, injuries are going to happen. Um, you know, got protect, you know, guys are, you're going to see guys that just don't produce and the parts are going to need people, you know, it's a long season. So, um, you know, right now the bullpen is, is very thin. Like if you, if you looked at the 40 man roster, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a, a very exciting group. There's some, there's some decent arms there. Um, you know, Bednar, of course, the back end, uh, Blake Cedarland, you know, if he's back, you know, that gives you another, another power arm somewhere in there. There was talk about him being, uh, potentially being stretched out to start. Um, see what happens with that. Um, you know, you know, Sam Howard, what Sam Howard are you going to get? Are you going to get the, uh, the Sam Howard of, uh, the first half of the year or the Sam Howard of the second half of the year? Uh, you know, Chris Stratton, who I still wouldn't be shocked if he's traded. Um, if not before the season, I think he will be, you know, trade bait at the deadline. But, uh, you know, those are, and Dwayne Underwood Jr. is another one. Again, what Dwayne Underwood are you going to get? But after that, you're really thin. Like, you're going to either have um, guys who don't make the rotation. So, would like a, you know, Will Crow or, you know, even like a Max Cranick, um, Dylan Peters, uh, any of those guys, would they be pushed back into the pen? And that's that's very possible. Uh, you know, there's others here, Anthony Bonda, you know, guys who had some um, experience last year, uh, you know, with the big league club. Um, you know, Nick Mears is another one. Uh, but guys who weren't really necessarily – uh, overwhelmingly dominant <laughs> or uh, productive, so there were some struggles there. Um, but looking at like the non-roster list, um, you know they do have Cam Aldred. Um, Aldred had a pretty good year last year. Uh, you know he's obviously no major league experience. Um, he pitched five games of in Indy. So a little bit of AAA experience, and he had really good results. Um, you know, he got hit a little bit, um, but all in all, um, not too bad. 0.71 ERA, uh, 12.2 innings pitched, gave up one earned run, uh, you know, did give up 12 hits and seven walks within that those 12 and two-thirds innings. So the whip's up there a little bit. The average against is up there a little bit. Uh, but I, I do think that, you know, we'll probably see him at some point this year. Um, he's one of the batch of relievers 
that I feel, you know, um, will get a shot. Him, Hunter, like I said, Hunter Stratton's another one. Um, De Los Santos, um, John O'Reilly, guys like that. I, I think that the Pirates have some some people coming up, um, like a Bo Salser, guys that just aren't going to be in the mix for a rotation spot uh, in AAA. Uh, you know, they'll most likely be moved to, uh, you know, a, a relief role. Could see them. Um, but uh, also on the... Um, the non-roster list, um, you know, outside of the prospects, you know, you have, you know, of course, Cody Bolton, Michael Burrows, um, Adrian Florencio, um, uh, Carmen Majinski, and Kyle Nicholas. Uh, you have those guys getting a look. I think most of them will start around the, you know, in, in the Altoona uh, range. Um, but, you know, Yevieri De Los Santos, um, I, I think he'll get a look. I actually wouldn't be shocked if he somehow maybe wins a spot out of spring training. Uh, you know, if he pitches well, um, you know, he's he's looked pretty good. But, you know, he's uh, – last year he pitched for uh, Indy in – Four games, so again, just like with uh, with Aldred, not a whole lot of experience there, but you know, gave up no runs over six innings, gave up total of two hits, uh, walked one guy, and struck out six. So, De Los Santos has really good stuff. That's why when they canceled the Rule Five, he was one of the the two or three guys who I you kind of I kind of breathed a sigh of relief. Um, that they didn't end up losing because um, I think Taylor Santos could be a pretty important piece, uh, you know, in the Pirates pen here for, you know, the future and hopefully like a, a run of contention. But, uh, um, but yeah, those are, those are it. Jared Eikhoff is the one lone uh, journeyman uh, kind of here in, in, in this uh, non-roster invitee list. Um, and Eikhoff, I I actually really liked Ikoff when he was with Philly. Uh, he was a guy, you know. When I did, I haven't done fantasy baseball in years, but I remember I had Ikoff on my team um, back in what was it? I guess 2016. Um, and you know he had a really good year for the Phillies that year. Um, but then everything the wheels kind of fell off for him after that. Um, so. I don't know what the Pirates are going to do with him. He's been primarily used as a starter. Um, you know, I guess you kind of was like a ch- the chase the the young uh, move. Uh, you know, from last year, just you know, he has potential. He's actually had success in the big league. So, uh, you know, some injuries have slowed him down. Um, you know, last year was not great results and. You know, five games, five uh, five games with the Mets, one, uh, four starts, eight six nine ERA, um, nineteen and two thirds innings. He gave up nineteen earned runs. So, um, probably not. You know, I, I I I don't think he. I don't know what they do with him. I, I think you're going to have him down in. Um, I think he's going to be depth at AAA. Um, but, again, I wouldn't be shocked if they moved him to the pen. Um, I haven't seen anything or heard anything 
uh, on any plans for him, but We'll see what happens. But I think that the Pirates definitely need to add some more arms up to the pen. Um, and there's there's plenty of guys out there, you know, are, you know they're flying off the board. Um, you know, there's every time you look, uh, it looks like, you know, somebody's signing somebody. Um, but, you know, it, it's still early. It's been a couple of days. Uh, hopefully... Hopefully the Pirates do something. There's been a lot of moves this morning, um, here and there. But I mean, like, like Jake Deepman signed with the Red Sox. Um, I just saw who was it? Um, Adam um, Ottavino. He signed with the Mets. So they're coming off the board. There's still guys there and guys that the Pirates, um, you know, could bring in. Um, you know, I, I'd love to see them bring in a guy like a Colin McHugh, but I doubt it. He's getting some looks from what I've seen uh, from uh, contenders. So, you know, he'll most likely go there. But uh, we'll see how the bullpen kind of falls into place. Uh, and, you know, like I said, hopefully a couple guys can – the Pirates can bring in a couple guys to, uh, you know, give some depth – to that, the upper level to, you know, at least, uh, you know, triple a, you know, bring in a couple, uh, you know, veterans or, you know, uh, you know, hopefully a guy or one or two guys for the big league club as well. Uh, you know, starting rotation, that's another area. I would love for the pirates to bring in somebody. Uh, I'm, I still, I'm not like super excited. You know, obviously the pirates aren't going to bring in any big, big top, you know, starters, obviously we're going to bring in Kershaw or anything like that. Uh, but you know, what, a, you know, I, I would take Tyler Anderson back. Um, I've, I think I've mentioned that in, in previous episodes that, um, I think bringing him back, putting him in that rotation allows you to move some of those guys that maybe weren't consistent last year into that long relief role or, you know, the, six starter role, you know, like a like what the Pirates did several years ago with like Trevor Williams. You know, just kind of kept him on the big league club, moved him into the rotation when so, when somebody got hurt, because it's gonna happen. Um I, I think that you know bringing in another veteran along with uh, uh the guys that are there now um you know including um you know obviously the the addition of uh, Jose Quintana right before um, shutdown um, that gives him a veteran arm in that in that rotation um, bring in another guy mix them in there with uh, uh, you know Brew Baker maybe Keller of course Mitch Keller um, you know should be in that rotation just to kind of keep throwing him out there until it just Clearly isn't working. He needs, you know, another shot. The Pirates aren't contending this year, so it doesn't really hurt anything um, to put him out there. You know, if he fails, maybe it is time to move on or move him to the pen, um, you know. But, um, you know, then you have the other guys I mentioned as being possible, you know, bullpen candidates, you know, Dylan Peters, um, Kranich. Um, but then, you know, Bryce Wilson, Zach Thompson, um, what happens um i i really would like them to bring in another veteran though um move some of the 
maybe if you don't sign a, a you know, one or two, maybe you just sign one reliever and not a couple that, you know, allows you to move Crow or, uh, you know, even, you know, Brew Baker or, you know, Dylan Peters uh, to the pad. Uh, the big need here, I think, is, is one of the areas I mentioned earlier where, you know, they might have looked at um, the Rule 5 to get uh, a second catcher. Um, you know, right now we have Roberto Perez. Uh, Taylor Davis is in camp as a non-roster invitee. Davis can catch. He can play third base. He plays, a, you know, he's a little bit more versatile. Um, not excited about uh, Taylor Davis and uh, being the backup. But if, if that's what they go with, it's what, you know, it is what it is. You know, the non-roster invitees, um, not a very exciting list of catchers, uh, you know, that are going to make that have the potential to make the big league club. Uh, you know, Michael Perez obviously has big league experience. Uh, didn't do very well uh, for the Pirates. Uh, but the other catchers in there, Henry Davis, he's not making the big league club yet. Uh, and Carter Benz. Carter Benz is interesting. Um, you know, he is... Probably the next, you know, the next man up. Um, you know, he p- played for Altoona a little bit last year um, after getting acquired um, in the um, Tyler Anderson deal. Nothing there is was super exciting with what you saw in uh, in Altoona. Um, however, he did have some good numbers before he got traded um, in high A. Uh, he, he hit 284 there. Um, you know, he's probably going to start the year. I don't know. I, I would guess Altoona. I mean, he played in a combined 27 games in double A last year. Um, I could see them being a little bit aggressive there just because of the, how thin, uh, they are a catcher, um, in, in the upper levels and maybe move him up. Uh, I guess it all kind of depends on what they do with Davis. Like if 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 Davis is a guy they feel like can play at a um, you know at the Double A level now, uh, I could see him starting the year in Altoona, and that would give Bins like a little bit of a of a push, uh, so he doesn't lose some some playing time. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean realistically, the only option there you know is Michael Perez, and I don't think anybody really wants that option. Uh, so I think catcher is a, is an area they have to they have to figure out, and whether it be sign another journeyman, you know, glove only guy, or trade for someone, uh, you know, Roberto Perez hasn't been the most durable guy, uh, so they're definitely going to need uh, backup catchers like. extra guys to fill in because, you know, that, that's a hard position to not get hurt, um, playing. So, um, I wouldn't be opposed for, you know, I, I would, um, I would like for them to make a trade here. Um, I, I think that the pirates are in a, in in an interesting position. Um, uh, it was a couple, a month or maybe a month ago, um, 
you know, uh, Gary Morgan uh, posted, you know, posed the question: Is it is it time for the Pirates to maybe trade some prospects? Um, and I think my answer to that question then, and, and still kind of is my answer, it's it, it's it's not like a really a, a good answer, but it's it, it's kind of like it depends really. Um, the Pirates are in that position where they could trade some prospects. Are they in a position to, you know, send a package of prospects for a top tier major league talent? No, they're they're not there yet. Um, are they in the position to make a deal where they trade one of their prospects for another prospect, or like one of their, um, one of their mid level uh, guys, kind of like a, oh. Uh, let's say, um, somebody they left off the forty man this year that you know they're gonna have to protect next year that maybe just isn't they just aren't quite ready yet. Um, so what if they did trade a um, flipped a a guy like a Cal Mitchell? Um, for um, a, a catcher, and maybe like a like a Blake Hunt was a name that I saw, um, you know, on the list of potential targets for the Pirates um, in the Rule Five draft that isn't happening now. So uh, you know, prospect for prospect, um, I don't know. Um, I, I would I would be fine with that. Um, so we'll see. I I personally you know think that that's probably the way they're going to have to go, um, or should go. Um, but I don't know. Catcher is just not a very exciting position for the Pirates right now. It could be in a few years, uh, even next year. You know, it could be if Carter Bins turns out to be decent. Uh, you have a young catcher coming up with. Henry Davis right on his heels. Uh, so, and with Andy uh, Rodriguez right on their heels. So there's young guys coming. Um, it's just going to, it's not, uh, none of them are in the position to immediately fill that, that hole and, and, you know, fill that need for the pirates. Um, now, one of the changes with this with the CBA that is going to affect the Pirates um, and everybody, all National League teams, is the universal DH. Um, the Pirates kind of already have a guy in-house that makes sense to be that DH uh, with uh, Yoshi Sasugo. Um, you know, he's not a defensive superstar. He's maybe just may, maybe adequate. <laughs> At first base, uh, he's not a guy I want to throw out there every day. So, do they go out and sign, um, you know, some a veteran? Um, I think it would be fun. I would think it'd be fun to see them sign Pujols. Pujols' best days are f- so far behind him. Um, but man, that dude loved to hit at PNC. So. Uh, you know that would be fun. Um, I think that ideally you'd want you know somebody else there to play first, um, 
and not have Sasugo out there while, you know, pull holes DHs. So maybe you platoon him, um, you know, not bat, you know, uh, you know, pull holes against, uh, you know, really good righties. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think that's just a, you know, it'd just be cool. I don't know who else they go after. They're not going to spend money on somebody that is like a, you know, 40 home run guy like right now. Um, I don't even know what's out there for that. But um, they have Mason Martin waiting in the wings. Mason Martin could be a good DH candidate for them down the road. Uh, They could just throw whoever in that role because they have enough of these utility guys. Um, You know, you could put Michael Chavis at first. uh, to just leave Susugo as the... Uh, as the the DH almost permanently, um, you could rotate other guys in there. You know, I, I personally think what 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 I would like the Pirates to do is sign a guy like Tommy Pham. Um, Tommy Pham has said he he'd be willing to play some first base. I think that um, is a good option. I think he's you know more. Uh, I don't know if. I guess I, I guess not seeing him play first base, I still maybe trust him a little bit more than Susugo because I, I have seen Susugo play first base, um, and Tommy Pham can play the outfield too, so you can have a lot more flexibility there, um, you know, and the the outfield is a position that I'm not, you know, super excited about the batch of guys that that the Pirates have. Um, that will most likely start with the big league club. I mean, I talked about them in a your previous episode. You, you know, Anthony Alford, Greg Allen. Um, I do like Ben Gamble. Um, and, of course, you know, Brian Reynolds. But then, you know, you're filling it in with uh, other guys like Jared Oliver, who has yet to put anything together in the big leagues. Uh, Smith and Jigbo, who's not quite there yet. Same with Suwinski. And, of course, Travis Swaggerty. Swaggerty's the wild card here. Um, Swaggerty, due to, you know, with COVID and, you know, is in an injury last year, uh, he hasn't really played a whole lot of baseball, a whole lot of games anyway, um, in the last couple of years. Um, I, I think he'll start in AAA, but like, what if he comes into spring training and just rakes? I personally would give him a shot over Anthony Alford, Greg Allen, any day. Um, all this could change. Um, you know, I'm all getting ahead of myself. Uh, but all that could change with, with any kind of trades. But we'll talk about that in a second. But on the um, on the non-roster side, the Pirates have a, some promising guys. I don't think any of them are quite there, there yet. You know, with Matt Frazier. I think Matt Frazier had a amazing year last year um i think he needs a another year uh hopefully he can produce the same way he did last year and hopefully he's the real deal uh because he could be a huge part of this team moving forward um and cal mitchell you know cal mitchell will probably start the year triple a um i like cal mitchell i think he's solid um is he a potential perennial all-star probably not I don't think a lot of the guys that the Pirates have um, in the outfield, uh, you know, in the prospect ranks are perennial all-star candidates. 
maybe here and there. Um, but I don't, I don't think they don't, they don't really have a, a superstar outfielder, uh, per se, but, um, you know, Cal Mitchell's been solid. You know, he cut down on the strikeouts last year. Um, I, I think we'll probably see Cal Mitchell in the big leagues at some point this year for the Pirates. Um, and we're lucky. I think the Pirates are lucky that uh, the Rule 5 was canceled because I think they very well could have lost him. Um, but really for me, the Pirates, I think, should still bring somebody in. Um, and that would, that Tommy Pham could easily fit out there. Um, but I also wouldn't be shocked if the Pirates deal. And this is where there's a lot of opinions. And of course, as you know, as soon as baseball starts back up, you know, the, the bashing begins, uh, where the Pirates are just a minor league team for every other team. And, and I get that, I get the argument like I do, um, but, you know, could they trade Ben Gamble? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the, um, if the right deal presents itself, absolutely they could trade Ben Gamble. Um, are they going to get a big return? Not necessarily. Uh, you could go the low-level guy uh, route, the, you know, the lottery ticket route, and get like one or two uh, low-A guys, Um or um, you could take a chance on somebody who um, maybe hasn't, um, maybe coming off injury, just a change of scenery type guy. Who knows? Um, but Big Gamble very well could be dealt. The big one here is Brian Reynolds. Of course, reports came out that, you know, Reynolds said he hasn't been offered an extension with the Pirates, before shutdown, um, reports that he was offered an extension in 2021 um, and in sign. Um, I mean, of course he's not going to sign in 2021. He was coming off an absolute abysmal year. Um, he bet on himself there. Like, he knew he was better. He's not going to settle. The Pirates, I'm sure, were low-balling him. I mean, like any other team would if they, you know, they believe that he's still, he has potential, but Hey, you can't argue with the stats. So here's a, you know, here's our low ball offer. Um, he bet on himself, said no, and had a amazing year. Um, you know, what do the Pirates do with him? I think fans and myself included would love to see the Pirates extend him. Um, would love to see Brian Reynolds be with his team when the Pirates are, um, are coming into their own and being a, a productive. Uh, and successful major league team with, you know, all the young talent, you know, coming up. And, you know, I'd love to see Brian Reynolds in that mix. Do they trade him? Should they trade him? They definitely don't have to. There's no real requirement or, you know, anything right now that you're saying that, oh, we've got to, we got to unload him. They should definitely listen to any offer that comes over. Um, if some team is to offer a package of 
four or five players, some of them being top-level prospects, a couple mid-level guys, maybe an established major leaguer already. Um, as much as it pains me to say it, I think Ben Charrington would be dumb if he didn't make that deal. They're still in rebuild mode. You know, you know whether you know fans are going to hate it. If they trade him, it's just going to be it's just going to just fuel the fires and negativity that comes with you know being a fan of of the Pirates. You know, um, but man, if if they ask him. For, to do an extension and he says no and you get a package like you haven't seen before this is Brian Reynolds would be the best player that um that Ben Sherrington has had to trade you know he's dealt a bunch of guys none of them superstars So, if Brian Reynolds can bring in a top-tier prospect, two top-tier prospects, like two five-star guys, a couple four-star guys, and then, you know, a proven... Proven, I guess, a you know, an arm for the rotation, um, a younger arm. You know, the Marlins, like you see their name linked to Reynolds, Padres, Mariners. Um, you know that there's going to be a point where the deal is something that no one should say no to. And I know prospects aren't aren't a a guarantee. Um, but the more, in you know, in theory, the more you have, the better chance there is of of you know you getting successful guys because they they can't all tank, right? <laughs> you know, hopefully they can't all tank. Like in theory, they could. But Brian Reynolds is going to be the, the, the name to really follow here. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think that the, the Pirates are they're going to be bad, right? They're not going to be a good baseball team this year. Um I think they could be fun to watch because we're going to see um, some of these guys um, that we've been following for the last couple years, uh, you know, in the prospect ranks, um, you know, coming up and, and showing what they got. I think we'll see Cody Bolton, um, you know, as long as he stays healthy and, the, you know, everything, all signs point to him being healthy. Um, I, I, I think Cody Bolton will make an appearance in this uh, on the mound for the Pirates this year, for sure. I almost guarantee he will. I, I think Bolton is 
Um, I think Bolton is as good, if not better, than half of the Pirates rotation right now. I think he has the potential to be better than than all of them. <laughs> uh, but, uh, again, health is a big thing. We'll see what happens with Bolton. Um, but I think, you know, we're going to see these guys. We're going to see people pop up. We're going to see De Los Santos. Um, we're going to see uh, Mason Martin probably at some point. You're going to see uh, Cal Mitchell. Um, you're going to see possibly uh, G1 Bay. Uh, Matt Fraser, maybe. I mean, they're, they're, they're coming. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, there's still a lot. There's, you know, spring training, um, games start uh, this this week. Uh, deals are happening all over the place. I just saw a notification that, um, that you know, White Sox just signed Vince Velasquez. Um, Twins just acquired Sonny Gray. Um from the Reds, so, you know, moves are happening, moves are happening, you know, and there's still guys sitting there, so, you know, it's, it's going to be fast and furious, um, here this, this week, I think, and over the next, you know, couple weeks to, to fill out these, for all the big league teams to fill out these rosters, and, um, I, I think the Pirates will make a couple moves, um, you know, I'll be with you along the way, uh, to give my thoughts. Um, uh, but you know, when the dust, you know, when the dust settles, I think that, you know, there'll be several more names added to this, this roster, um, before spring training breaks. So that's the episode for today. I just kind of wanted to, you know, uh, talk about like, you know, what I think the Pirates should do next, um, you know, where they should go, what they need to do um, to fill out this roster. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, you know, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, it's been kind of a, a slow offseason up to this point. Um, you know, I look forward to uh, you know, picking it back up and, uh, you know, getting the content back out there because it's, it's, it's fun and I like it. And so I want to keep doing it. Uh, now that baseball's back and everything's happening, um, you know, be more, more things to, to put out there. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens. Got started a new, start a new coaching gig, uh, this week with my son's junior pony team. It's my first time, uh, managing a team or coaching a team. So, uh, we'll see what happens with a bunch of, you know, five, six and seven year olds, <laughs> Um, but it should be fun. Um, cause you know, baseball's fun. Um, it's, it's hard, um, but it's fun. Um, so, you know, it'll be fun getting out there and then working with these kids. But want again, want to thank everybody for listening, you know, keep an eye out, you know, more episodes are coming. Um, check me out on social media on uh, Twitter at bucko fever pod. Um, you want to interact. I'm there. Um, Facebook, Bucko Fever Podcast, and of course, BuccoFeverPodcast.com. 
um, home of the dormant uh, <laughs> Bucko Fever podcast blog, which will be starting up uh, very soon. I have a, I'm gonna, my goal is to get a, a piece out a week, possibly two if I can um, get back on schedule with that. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to be a little bit more disciplined with with doing this. Uh, you know, it's, like I've, I've mentioned several times, this is the last um, six or seven months have been very crazy and busy for me, um, transitioning to a new job and, and everything. So, uh, you know, hoping now that I've got that kind of ironed out, um, and, and you know, it'll I'll be able to utilize more uh, my time to um, to do this stuff. So. Again, shoot me a message, you know, let me know, tweet, uh, you know, message me on Twitter, you know, whatever you want to do. If you want to talk baseball, not, you know, keep an eye on social media. I update it um, whenever, you know, anything new happens and when new episodes are out and new articles. So, um, again, you know, I appreciate everybody listening and have a good one.